Biggs with Molly and Haw. Biggs time. The Biggs Report with Brad Biggs. Biggs time. Biggs. His name is Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs talks football with you. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, Brad Biggs, the football man of the Chicago Tribune, a longtime contributor to the station and a valued friend. And now joining us on the Circa Resort Casino is Brad Biggs, CircaLasVegas.com. Big Zay. Morning, Brad. Morning, boys. What's going on? Well, uh, you are there, and uh, we're going to hear from the general manager. We'll hear from the head coach today. There will be a uh, unveiling of the quarterback plan. They will discuss it in detail and give you every thought they have, and and we can't wait to find all that information out. Yeah, I think they're going to put it all on the table today, guys. I think it's all <laughs> going to be out there. Um, uh, there will there will be very few questions remaining in a matter of hours. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be nice to just uh, know all that? Be all awesome, I, transparent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could, I could, I could, uh, I could, instead of staying the week, I could be home this evening. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Brett, how much attention will be paid to Caleb Williams not working out or not throwing, and? And how much do you think that will affect the evaluation or the perception of him? I don't think it's a big deal at all. If you look at most of the top quarterbacks the last five plus years, and they don't uh, they they don't do the on field drills here, so that's going to have zero impact on him uh, whatsoever. And and it's a, and it continues to kind of trend that direction for the elite guys you know you see uh, apparently marvin harrison jr isn't going to do anything right like he's just gonna get like i don't even think he's gonna work out at the ohio state pro day like you, yeah. you want to know about marvin harrison jr put the tape on and that that's basically what he's saying uh, malik neighbors i don't believe is going to do the wide receiver stuff here or work out the ls take him that could be a pretty quick path to losing your gig well yeah if, if you if you passed on Williams and he became an instant superstar in the league um, not just because of uh, you know his his college performance but if he if he was throwing up big time numbers in the league if he um, had a rookie season somewhat along the lines of what C.J. Stroud just came off of with the Houston Texans, I don't know how the Bears would answer that. Like, look, seriously, like, what what would you say uh, in defense of uh, passing on the guy? Uh, so, yeah, I, it, the only way you could answer that is if they took another quarterback and they were getting high-level play out of that guy. If If they – if they took a Jaden Daniels or a JJ McCarthy or a Drake May, whoever, and and you looked at it and you said, man, they they got a guy, and they got this benefit of uh, trading out a one. Yeah, they don't have Caleb Williams, but look at this extra stuff that they have, and they're getting the the high level play from the quarterback that they selected. Yeah, don't you sense that there's going to be maybe a louder league consensus maybe at the combine because it's such a national, 
you know, convention of NFL writers and executives, don't you think, Brad, that people will conclude or speculate that the bigger risk in not doing that than there is in taking the big swing to see if Caleb Williams is going to be a bust or not? The real risk would be in passing up in this opportunity and seeing maybe he will flourish elsewhere, and you can't afford that if you're Ryan Poles. No, they like I've I've said for the longest time. Even if even if they don't want Caleb, like they have to come away from this draft with their top ranked quarterback, and I'll explain why. At the end of this evaluation process, which is going to probably take them through the end of March, maybe it might bleed into early April. They've got to stack their board. And let's just talk about a quarterback board, right? They've got to rank their quarterbacks, one through however many you want to go, six, seven, eight, four, it doesn't matter. They're going to rank their board, and then at some point when they've completed that process, one would imagine that Ryan Poles and a few other select people are going to have to present this information, this final decision to George McCaskey and Kevin Warren, right? And they're going to have to explain why, and they're probably going to have to answer a few questions along the way. And I'm sure George and Kevin will have questions throughout this process. But when they reach the finish line, they've got to basically give their report to the class, right? You give that report to the class, you let your owner and your team president know this is the guy at the top of our board. How in the world could you explain coming out of this draft without having your top-ranked quarterback? Like, Because if that top-ranked quarterback on your board somehow ends up on another roster and he's balling out, my goodness, good good luck explaining that one. <laughs> yeah, and and I, you know, I got to tell you, I think that um, it it is probably the most compelling story there. This idea of the Bears with the number one overall pick, the second straight year, figuring out um, how they're going to build their team and how they're going to yeah. take it. I mean, I I can't think of a different story. I mean, there are individual stories about players and that always uh, be fun to check out, but goodness gracious, this is, this is kind of, um, the bears are the bears are the talk Indianapolis. Like, you know, when I, when I was, when I was, uh, you know, working, uh, working the lobbies and hallways yesterday, guys, and even earlier this morning, you know, talked to a couple of GMs yesterday and they're like, what are they going to do? You know, what are you, what are, what are you hearing? You know, that everybody is curious, and it'll have a domino effect, right? I mean, there's no shortage of teams in the quarterback market. This is a deep and talented group of quarterbacks. I think at the end of the week, you could have some buzz for a guy like Bo Nix, and and I'm not saying for the number one pick, but I'm saying as a guy – in round one, potentially, hmm. Spencer Rattler, the South Carolina quarterback, came out of the Senior Bowl with some real juice and momentum. So I'm just saying, in general, you've got a talented group of quarterbacks, and, and so that's a huge storyline here. But it all starts with the Bears, the number one pick, 
and their unique situation at the quarterback position. As you work those hallways and as you talk to your people, and we've seen you do that before, Brad, and it's something to behold, but as you gather information, what is the perception of Ryan Poles and what role did last year's deal that he made with the Panthers serve in maybe creating some credibility that he brings into this offseason? Yeah, they, I, you know, I think uh, I think people are impressed by that, right? That he, he's able to make a trade, and and there's no way at the time Poles thought there was much chance the pick he would be getting back would be number one overall. They they thought this it would be a good pick, right? Top ten pick probably, but it would have been foolish to think, hey, we we just made this move and we're going to be at the the top of the draft, and so. I think people look at it now the way similarly to how others do that. Look, they they've taken a roster, they've they've overhauled it. They had better pieces in place this past year. They had a wide receiver in DJ Moore that they got in that deal, who's a bona fide number one uh, target. They made some moves to upgrade uh, the offensive line, where they have some young players that are getting a little bit better. So, yeah, I think uh, I think that combined with the fact that they had some young players in that draft class that played pretty well. You probably start that conversation with uh, Tyreek Stevenson, the cornerback, Darnell Wright, uh, the right tackle. So, you know, the belief is that they're making some moves to improve, uh, but they've got some ground to cover, guys. I mean, they're still um, getting mail delivered to them uh, in the basement of the NFC North, you know, it's going to change their address. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And that that is something worth remembering. I am curious, Brad. You know, obviously, we have the combine, we have the Bears on the clock, and that's all fascinating stuff. And if they're going to make a decision on Justin Fields, they're going to have to make a decision on whether or not to pick up that fifth year, and that's relatively soon. Um, I don't know. Does that impact the the, the trade of him if indeed? Absolutely. That's the case. And, yeah. and when do they make that call? And that's the first domino to fall, I would imagine. Well, the the fifth-year option, the decision on that isn't due until after the draft. It's like May 2nd okay. or 3rd is the deadline for uh, the fifth, a decision on the fifth-year option for first-round picks from the 2021 draft class. So the Bears would have to make a decision on that after the draft if he remains on their roster. If the Bears were to trade him elsewhere before then, the contract that he has goes with him. So his new team would have that decision to make. Um, it's like $25 million fully guaranteed for uh, 2025 for Fields. And, you know, 
I don't know where it would go for another team. I'd I'd be very very surprised uh, if the Bears were to pick up a, a twenty five million dollar option yeah. for the following season on Fields. I, I, that's that's part of the decision, I believe, that will mm-hmm. be made for them to draft their own quarterback and get to the beginning of that uh, contract cycle. Not be uh, you know you're going to be eighty percent through the contract at the end of this coming season with Fields or a hundred percent through it if the um, if the option is declined. Quickly, Brad, is there any one prospect that you're looking more forward to seeing than the rest, or anybody that intrigues you? Well, Roma Dunze, the Washington wide receiver, I believe he is going to work out, and he's he's firmly in that top three of what's a great group of wide receivers like terrific group of wide receivers i think he could easily be a top 10 pick um you know you 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 prefer the game film right and and he delivers there what 1500 yards this past season for the washington huskies but it'll be interesting to see what he does maybe interesting to see how he uh how he times um i'm kind of interested in getting to the offensive linemen that's toward uh, the end of the week, but um, all the focus right now is is on what Ryan Poles is going to say today. A little bit after after he talks, we'll hear from Matt Eberflus. It'll be interesting to see how they sort of reset things uh, because it's been a little while since we've heard from them. And and um, they've got a ton of money if they want to get yeah. involved, but everyone has a ton of money. Is it? Do you feel that they're more likely to maybe? I mean, they got to make, uh, they got to figure out uh, the the uh, Justin uh, situation. They've got to figure out whether uh, Jalen Johnson. Yeah, J- I'm sorry, Jalen Johnson situation. They got to figure out um, their draft moves. But where does free agency fit in? Do you expect them to get a center or a safety or a player? that might not be top of the line. In other words, while everyone needs a pass rusher, aren't you spending top dollar on that free agency, especially with everyone having salary cap space? Yeah, the, it's it, it's real interesting because with the, the cap getting a huge bump, everybody's going to be able to be involved to basically whatever degree they want. Maybe not every team, but the vast majority of them. And I look at positions, well, if you if they want to buck up for a guy, maybe that center position, but it, but it just got more expensive, right? The price just went up, 13% uh, rise in the cap. The agents are going to be pushing for a 14% uh, raise for these guys, right? So it will be interesting. Center, uh, free safety, tight end two, uh, maybe that wouldn't be splashy, but would be a guy that's going to get a lot of playing time. Uh, there, there's a number of different ways they could go. Maybe an edge rusher, but I, I just don't see them being in on some of those guys at the top of the market. That would surprise me a little bit. That you know they've they've sunk an awful lot of money into that position with with Montez Sweat, and in an ideal world. You've got a young guy opposite him, and maybe that maybe that can happen. Maybe you can come out of the draft with a guy where you feel like, hey, we've got a we've got a pretty good player here that we think has a lot of room for growth. 
Great stuff, Big Z. Have a fun day, buddy. Thanks, Brad. Enjoy yourself. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. That is our guy, Brad Biggs, the football man from the Tribune. Big day today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.